Welcome to Hour 3 of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Ooh, Steve is out. Matt Belanger is in. Hey. Mike, the Big Zamboni's with us as well. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. And uh, the Oscars are coming up in two weeks. Yes. Wow, let's get to it already, shall we? I think so. I mean, I've just been... This is award season overload right now, isn't it? Correct. I mean, we just, it was the SAG Awards, right? We just it had... was the SAG Awards. It was like the Spirit Awards. Yeah. It was um, uh, not the directors, Producers Stop. Guild. Producers mm-hmm. Guild. So, um, two weeks to go until the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's a big one. That's a big one. And um, Oppenheimer is has been cleaning up, as we know. Yeah. Christopher Nolan's, um, you know, story about the atomic age, and I. Basically, some of the folks are saying, based on the track record that Oppenheimer's had in the previous awards, you know, shows and things here, they, mm-hmm. they, it, it kind of looks like it's unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's yeah. gonna have a good night at the Oscars. Uh, they certainly believe the um, Producers Guild Awards. Yes, that happened too. I mean, I can't, yes. keep them, but that's yes. that also happened. That's usually one that's like, okay, this usually kind of is a good predictor for how Oscars are going to turn out. So, oh, okay. You know, um, and they did the same thing. Oppenheimer did also did well to screen actors guild, which we mentioned, but right. Um, yeah. So, uh, Let's see. How many? Ten or ten? Did you guys both see Oppenheimer? I tried. Listen, I mean, I know it's good, but wow, is it long? Really? Well, so is were it, so was um, uh, Killers, Killers of, of the, the Flower Moon. Moon, and I actually enjoyed that. It's in three parts. It's what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's. Well, that movie kind of was in three parts. Right. Like it was three different stories right. or three different kind of takes on it. But yeah, Oppenheimer, I thought was really well done and kind of rolled along a lot better than Killers of the Flower Moon, in in my opinion. Okay. Did you ever end up watching Oppenheimer yet, nope. Donna? Okay. I. Just, it's one of those where it's like. Hold on, my brain is like boop 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 processing. <laughs> I I don't know how I feel. It's just like a bunch of dudes in like smoky rooms with poor lighting and they're all talking like you know from back in the day yeah i mean i know it's historical and it's amazing and everyone's raving it i didn't see i didn't like it we didn't finish it you didn't (laughs) and we paid money to rent it i feel like it's an important story i think it is too and i got i got most of the way through and i i follow i mean i'm i'm with you but like just Give me Barbie, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Barbie to me, it was cute. It was yeah. it was a cute movie. I, just, I, I don't know if it has like the historic impact on film. Right. Right. In my opinion, that everyone thinks it does. Well, that's the thing with, <laughs> with these awards. It's like what's award worthy is not necessarily like something that like pop culture is going to love right like it's because sometimes the judging cat the category it's all about the art form and the thing and the what you call it yeah and, and yeah. The who's a what's it and you know it's for i don't know i don't know I, I, I feel like sometimes it doesn't jive with like public opinion like this will win all kinds of awards but actually a lot of people will think that this over here was a better movie, more right. enjoyable to watch. But, but it's a but blockbuster, it's, so we're not going to consider but that. But it's, it's not, yeah, this is too upper crust. It's, a, it's award season, excuse yeah. us. You know, did you ever see Everything Everywhere All at Once? Loved it. You did? Yes, yeah. Cool, okay. Because like, there was the layers of reality, and then she could like think about being an opera singer, and then whoosh, bing, bang, boom, and then she, you know, yeah, yeah. that was cool. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that was very original. 
Why'd you bring that up? Help me. I just wanted to know One what you're into. last year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. There's that. <laughs> there's that. Thanks, Mike, for yeah. helping Donna make sense. Uh, and Jamie... Uh, yes. I assume that's why she asked I was it. like, I have no... Where's this yes, coming thank from? you, Mike. Yeah. And Jamie Lee Curtis um, winning her first Oscar ever. That was very exciting, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, like, there are movies like that where I'm like, huh, what? <laughs> what is this? about hot dog fingers now? Like, oh, yeah, that was on? such a weird scene. Like, what? Oh, yeah, that was really strange. Oh, and then there was another one where she had other things on her fingers. Mm-hmm. It was it, a while ago. I'm trying to remember. It was basically... Um, oh, wow. <laughs> was that... Oh. Down there. Oh, wow. What? What? <laughs> yeah, she had, like... Yeah. Don, have you seen Poor Things yet? No, but I Thank hear you, that that's a trip, too. It's because that's, well, no, I'm just bringing it up because, honestly, you're right. Oppenheimer is going to absolutely crush at the Oscars. The yeah. only other two movies that are probably even going to win anything, with the exception of some screenwriting stuff, are Poor Things and The Holdovers, mm-hmm. as far okay. as some of the other actors. Like, if you watch the odds, kind of like I do, and keeping track on yeah. what's going to be most likely to win, it's those three movies that we're going to be hearing about the most. Um, Lily Gladstone and Emma Stone, it's going to be between them. them. I think that's going to be the best race of the entire night, wow. is who's going to win. Best Actress, Lily Gladstone, or Emma Stone. And everyone who's seen Poor Things is just like, this they is love it. You, so unique, so perfectly done. And I need to I see that. I, I think too. Is that still in theaters? This time know. of year, a lot of theaters are bringing back the Best Picture um, right. nominees. So yeah, you probably can find it in theaters around here. Okay. Do you remember Parasite? Yeah, I like that too. That was, did that win? That was big it that did year, win. Did, right? Yeah. Well, so, wasn't that the controversy? Like, hey, um, La La Land... You won Best Picture. Was that the Parasite year, too? I don't remember exactly, but I remember Parasite ended up winning. But it was, so, you know, that's one where it was like weird but cool, and I was into it. And like it won, yeah. but I also liked it. If Oppenheimer wins, I just, I don't, I'm, it's not going to make me want to watch it again. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just weird. Parasite won the same year that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was up for it. Oh, and also good. Joker, Little Women, The Irishman. Oh, that was a tough year. Yeah. La La Land was was beaten by Moonlight, Moonlight. a few years earlier. That's right. That. Yeah. That's right. I did like Parasite. That was cool. Like, I, And you didn't really understand the name until like later, and then you know they were living down there. Yeah. Mooching off the big house. and Yeah, it was whatever. Okay. It was very unique. Uh, right. Yeah, for sure. Oppenheimer feels like history class. I don't know. It's just it's bringing me back. So. We should go to a movie together. We should we should hate watch Argyle. <laughs> I got to look into Donna. this Argyle situation. I don't know what it's about. It's about a cat in a backpack, and that's all you need to know. <laughs> that's what I want to see. <laughs> really? No, yep. but I mean, kind of. Anyway. I know. I, I got to look at this. Okay. Okay, so, oh, I see. It's this Ellie Conway who writes best-selling novels. Remember the novels. whole fan fiction that Taylor actually wrote the novel? And yes. Yeah. Okay, and a secret agent named Argyle. Mm-hmm. Should we have homework this week? Should we do it at some point this week and we'll recap on Friday? I'd rather watch poor things. Yes, you would. Have you seen Saltburn? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Murder on the dance floor. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, right. Oh, that last scene is so... Everybody talks about that last scene. It didn't even register with me. Well, it's just like a guy <laughs> dancing naked in his house. What? Is this like another this Tuesday at your house? What? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it just didn't have an impact on me where I was like, oh my God. Considering where the... a couple of the other scenes in that movie went, I don't think that's well, the that's most memorable true. one. No. Thank you. The grave scene. Thank. Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. The bathtub scene. 
the middle of the night scene. The sound effects. <laughs> yeah, Matt, please never do that ever again. You're. I didn't do it. You're in timeout. Oh, you. Can I go get a cup of coffee? Yes, because you're in timeout. Okay, good. All right. All right. When I need we come my back, job. Um, hey, I've got some hobbies that will uh, make you undateable. Oh, boy. That odd way. And then Matt's got some fun facts, too. When we come right back on my time. 1071. Oh, hey guys, it's Donna for Blaze Credit Union. Blaze is a full service financial institution that can help people with any type of financial product or service at any stage in your life. Blaze is all about service, 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 and they truly care about their members, their customers, and their community. I happen to be a member of Blaze. They've got some really great uh, loan options like they did before um, when they were um, Spire and Highway Federal Credit Unions. Now they are Blaze. They've got 250,000 members and 26 locations. Two more will be coming uh, this year. So here's the deal. Whatever you need, savings accounts, maybe you want to do a CD, maybe you need a home equity loan, a mortgage, uh, definitely get a hold of them at blazecu.com. Blaze is insured by NCUA, and they happen to be an equal housing opportunity lender. Go to blazecu.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, where talk is fun and Steve is out and my microphone's falling down. It's okay. It's Monday, right? You want me to hold it for you? (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) Don't burn yourself over there. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I got to (laughs) study. Let's do it. Okay. Studies have shown that medic- studies have shown that the microbial- several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. All right, so everyone on the dating scene has at least one deal breaker, right? Well, yeah. Like I can't have date somebody who's Smokes. this or right yeah. or just sure. X Y Z, whatever. Fill in the blank. So, people online are talking specifically about hobbies that are red flags. Here are a few, okay? Rock collecting. I don't know if that made the list. Smoking weed made the list. <laughs> Is that a hobby or just a habit or an oh, addiction or good something? question. <laughs> uh, making it a hobby, making it a big part of your personality. Yeah. Uh, pranking people, especially mean-spirited pranks. Hmm. Being obsessed with celebrity culture. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Especially like worshiping celebrities. Mm. 
You know, like, oh, my God, Kim K just got this new bag, whatever. And I thought I have it. I'm obsessed. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Being obsessed with politics, particularly when it's rage and hate fueled. Those people still have blackberries. (laughs) It is very hard to talk to somebody who feels so strongly one way or the other. Yes. Yes. Like the passion is just like off the charts, which I respect. Sure. But that ain't me. Like I could mm-hmm. calmly listen to some to an an opposing view. When did I hear something about that a while ago or I don't know if this is still the case, but like the most people are like in the middle, you know, somewhere. Yeah. But like, but like the people who are extremely on each end, they're like yes. the loudest. So yeah, those are the ones you hear from. You know Correct. what I mean? But like most people are like, oh, God, I cannot believe how much, how many programs there are, like news and politics. Like you can't, I can't flip a channel without coming across some mm. something in Washington. It's what people want. They wanted- I do not want this. Mm. I mean, CNN, MSNBC, Fox <laughs> News. I mean, like all of them. It's like, oh, my God, stop fighting. Mm-hmm. So that would be a huge turnoff for you. Somebody Correct. Who's, yeah, I gotcha. A little too much of anything. Bullfighting made the list. What? Bullfighting. What is what is what is that? What are you talking about? Like Apparently riding a bull? Doing, no, fighting with a bull. An animal. We're talking about the big thing with the horns and yeah, the red claw. Yeah, where you clock. go into the, like, the ring <clears throat> and then you have bull the red. Fight. People do uh, this? I accidentally, when we were in Mexico, came across this <laughs> Wait, what? on the tele, and I didn't realize how it works and how it ends and how it ends. It is horrifying. Does someone die in the end. Yes, be the bull. Yes. Oh, and which if, is like cruel. Well, and then how they continue the fight going and like to keep getting it more and more angry and what they throw at it and oh, it's like I can't. it is. Horrifying! Wow. I always thought, you know, you just had the guy in the ring, you got the matador, he does the Olay thing, and, and then, then the leaves. animal goes back. Exactly. To his cage, that's and how he... naive I was. It's trailer. Me oh, too. The it's bull horrible. has a trailer. Wow, that's now, okay. Well, that's scary. I don't I've, like. That. I've been naive about a few things. How things work. Where I'm like, say. wait, what? You don't say. Like, I mean, in like big stuff, really, really big stuff that makes me, yeah, question your upbringing in Jersey. <laughs> some of my. Um, behaviors. Mm. What else on there? Bug collect, insect collecting, collecting, controversial memorabilia, things like involving serial killers, <laughs> Nazis, pornography, See, taxidermy. This list is flawed. <clears throat> gambling. Okay, yeah. Um, if you're addicted to gambling, that could be problem. See, what about the people who like you go, to, you walk in their apartment, and it's like, <clears throat> it's like nothing. But Smurfs everywhere. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, or like people who are yeah. like Disney. Yeah, fanatic. <sighs> no offense to anyone anywhere, but like, you know, like crazy level Disney yes. excitement. Like, yes. everything has Mickey Mouse ears on it, you know? Yeah. Everything. Towels, shower curtains, <laughs> rugs, bedspreads, regular curtains, Christmas trees, wallpaper. Yes. <laughs> Mickey Mouse everywhere. Mickey Mouse plates. The ears are little separate containers for other foods. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like that kind of level so of you commitment. Put your dips and your cheese. <laughs> that kind of commitment level to me is like, whoa. Yeah, I'm not that into anything to that. Neither degree. am I. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, what do you got? 
Oh, you look at, I'm supposed to contribute fun facts? That's this is the part where I could, do. I know, I know. I have two. Two that caught my eye. <clears throat> because, you know, here we are, always surveying the world around us, trying to bring you the, <laughs> you have snacks over there. <laughs> We're bringing you the latest and greatest uh, news that might make you go, hmm, listen to, this blew my mind. When you work at a, st- stop crinkling your package, move that. Um. When you work at a standing desk, who has a standing desk at work, you know? Uh, oh, you're going to stand for your eight-hour day or a majority of your eight-hour day. You're thinking, like, I'm doing so much for my body and I'm improving my health because, you know, sitting is bad. This study says you only burn an extra 64 calories after a whole eight-hour workday by using a standing desk. Okay, but... That's less than a 100-calorie pack of cookies, and you know there's like three cookies. less than what I just ate in like... Yeah, you literally just three ate... Three seconds ago. <laughs> I'm eating candy. Um, I, I think it's good for your circulation, regardless of how many calories you burn. There might be other health benefits, but I think that su- will surprise a lot of people. Only 64 calories, they say. Additional That's versus sitting over the eight-hour day. And uh, where in the world do you think has the most 7-Eleven gas stations? I would say, like, what state? Where in the where in the world would there be the most? Would you know? I would say Connecticut. (laughs) Turns out it's Japan. (laughs) I almost said China. Yeah, that's funny. Japan, and then Thailand, and then South Korea. Get out of here! And then the United States. Wowie! They love their Seven Elevens over there. Let me tell you. You don't see them very much in the Midwest. Mm Mm-mm. Maybe one. We got good old Casey's and yeah, and Circle and K's. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is uh, time for a game cover story. When we come right back with Rocco. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com, the weight loss plan where I lost about 25, 30 pounds. I did it in just about two months, uh, and now that we're about a year later from when I was losing all that weight. I'm still right where I was when I left off. Why? Because I didn't uh, do any weird tricks with MNFatLoss.com. I didn't take a pill where the hunger went away and then it came back uh, after a couple months. No, I learned to eat better. And I learned uh, how my body reacts to certain foods and how to keep it off because of the time-tested methods that the doctor and his team at MNFatLoss.com have given to thousands of clients like me. If you want to do it like I did and you want to save money, here's what you do. When you call them up and you get that free consultation, say, hey, Rocco was talking about it on my talk. Some people call him DJ Rock Lobster, whatever you want to call me. Just say it and you can save $200 at MNFatLoss.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Age of Learning. TV's Steve Patterson. Radio's Donna Valentine. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. On my talk, 107.1, where talk is fun. Okay, got to give props to Julie, who said, OMG, I just got all seven of them. OMG, OMG, OMG. I've never done that. 
That is a hard game. And that is, uh, of course, we're talking about Cover Story that we play every Monday at 1130. Uh, We're checking the mailbag right now. That's what that noise is, folks. That's Donna's brain working. That's right. I just go va-va-va-va-va-va-va-va-va-voom. Anyway, that's the gist of it. Excellent. I did something really cool over the weekend. Oh, yeah? And we have something that we're going to do together that's really cool, kind of related. Yes, we do. So over the weekend, uh, Saturday, I was um, volunteering Saturday morning with the American Lung Association doing the Fight for Air Climb. Nice. Which supports ALA and uh, raises money for all the causes. Because, you know, there are like hundreds of thousands of people who live with lung disease or lung cancer in in just Minnesota alone, let alone across the country. And so um, this climb is a great way to get a good workout and support the cause. And this year they moved back into one of the high rises in downtown Minneapolis. Oh, they did. Yeah. So that was at Allianz Field, which is a beautiful spot in St. Paul. But we wanted to go back to the high rise. So you go straight up the stairs. And so people climbed 53 floors straight up uh, Capella Tower downtown. Yep. And some and some people have did it like three or four times. Oh, my gosh. In an hour. Like, so talking like climbing 200 or more floors. Wow. That's a lot of, that's an intense workout. Right. uh, Yeah, it was was great to be there for the event. I climbed up to the top myself at the very end. I was the last person to go. Good for you. Um, And uh, and it was a a great cause. But I wanted to bring it up because, A, I'm just thankful for everyone. A lot of firefighters come and do that one in their heavy gear. And like hats off to them because that gear weighs like sixty pounds. Oh my gosh! So they are, but it's good training for them, right? So when they need to run into a burning building, they're ready to go. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody who supported that event, and you and I are both going to be doing the big climb. Yeah, we are. Which is at U.S. Bank Stadium, and that supports the Leukemia Lymphoma um, Foundation, right? Uh, Society LLS, Leukemia Lymphoma Society. In Minnesota, that's coming up April twentieth, yep. and Donna and I are going to be there, and we're going to be doing the climb. And we would love it if you'd come out and, and yes, uh, join us, join our team or uh, support the cause and come see us out there that morning. It's going to be great. You could go to our website and just type in the word climb. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody had emailed and said, hey, I'm curious to know what you're doing to train for this thing. <laughs> what are go, you doing? What? I'm supposed to be training? <laughs> Am I? I mean, are you fit? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, but actually... You do, you do, that here's the thing about that. It's not um, you don't have to be some super athlete to do these fundraising events and to support the cause. Like for example, with the one I did over the weekend, a half climb was an option, and okay. so folks could go to the thirty whatever floor and and be good. Got and it. no one's like, no one's gonna shame you because you're going too slow. Right. It's not that's not the vibe here. Right. The, and you could take a rest if you need to. Absolutely. There's water stations. There's things, yeah. and it's just. It's a. It's not that kind of competitive environment. Right. It's it, everyone is so um, supportive of each other, and they're frankly because you all know that you're there, kind of uh, with this unified mission of doing good. Right. With these groups, it's actually a very positive environment. Yes. So like, no, regardless of skill, Don, I don't want you to be worried, Donna. You're gonna okay. be great. You okay. and I are gonna. We'll bring up the rear together. It'll be great. great. <laughs> all right. I don't know what that means. Um, but <laughs> we'll go slow. Is oh, what it thank means. you. Yeah, we'll thank you. <laughs> Um, no, and the whole idea is about drawing, drawing attention to, you know, a very worthy organization and also community. Mm -hmm. It's about 
you yeah, know. you're helping your friends and neighbors, and we a lot of us have personal connections. I, I like I did, I did the lung association one because I lost my dad to lung cancer. Yeah, and um, then um, I've recently, more recently, uh, supported LLS Leukemia Lymphoma Society because um, Kyle's uh, Kyle's sister uh, relatively recently died um, from lymphoma. Yeah, so so sad. I know. So yeah, uh, you know, two we'll walk for really her. Pa- that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. You know? and a lot of people have loved ones and things. And so anyway, please consider coming out to uh, join us and to support these good causes. Awesome. You want to find out what the soup is? Absolutely. All Come down for moose soup after. <laughs> it's always a Were you in choir? How dare you? <laughs> yes, I was. I know you were. Not show choir, though. You didn't do jazz hands or anything. You just... Or did you? Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, man, we're going to get voicemail. Hubbard Cafeteria, please leave a message. Please leave a message at the tone. When finished, you may hang <laughs> up face. or press pound for additional options. Say something good. Hey, Brian, it's Donna and Steve. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, right. we'll come find you. Have a good day. All right, don't go changing now. He works so hard. Anyway, I know. They do work hard. They do work really hard and yeah. early hours. They're probably there when you get there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they start. They come in a little bit after we do, but they're there very early yeah. to get breakfast going and everything. Do you go and get breakfast? I've tried not to. I'm trying to bring healthier foods. Okay. I'm on a journey I'm trying to get trying to get big biceps like yeah, Steve. Yeah, you look good. I'm working on it, you know? Work on those legs at the big climb. Yes. Yeah, it was a really good leg day, actually, that uh, over the weekend. Listen, um, what else you got? <laughs> Well, what do you got? <laughs> don't worry about it. Oh, man. Um, oh, I was going to bring something up, but we don't have to bring that up. I was going to bring up the Amy Schumer story, which I thought was interesting. But now that I said it out loud, you have to bring it up. <laughs> well, she's, you know, she gets a lot of... Flack. I mean, on, just... Online, like, people yeah. are just pick this poor yeah. woman apart and, like, why does your face look so, you know, well, yeah. puffy? Why does this? What You know, it's like, leave her alone. got she... an illness. So, so, anyway, what Donna's referring to is Amy, Amy Schumer's opening up here about her uh, health struggle with Cushing syndrome. Some mm-hmm. people say Cushing's. Cushing syndrome, though, um... And so it's a it's a condition that can result in that puffy looking face, um, and it basically means there's extra cortisol in your body, which can trigger all kinds of negative things. And and um, you can get this from steroids, from being treated oh. with steroids. And she also has another health complication to which steroids are a treatment. But the jury's out on whether like that's the steroids why she have has caused this, this Cushing syndrome now. But um, got it. Right, so she's she, she's dealing with this, but she's just opening up, um, you know, being very public about it, explaining that there are hormonal things going on in her body right now. Right. But she said she's okay, uh, positive outlook. But you know, she's got the weight gain, she's got the fatigue, she's got the puffiness, some headaches, um, and she's she says she felt reborn after learning about her diagnosis. Um, she finally, they nailed down what it was. You know, that's always the hard part. Right. When, when you're, you're trying like, to figure it out. Something's wrong with me. Why am I exhausted all the time? And then finally you get the answer. So she says that provided a little bit of comfort after she just spent hours in MRIs and everything. Yeah. You know. Oh, my God.
gosh. Anyway, I'm waiting for her show to come back. I don't think it has. Mm. Life and Beth, have you seen it? No, not really good. Okay, the first season already came and went, and I think there's a second season. Is it is it funny and lighthearted? And because we definitely need that. It's charming. Okay, yeah, it's sweet and charming and lovely. And Michael Sarah is in it and plays her significant other, and they're just really cute together. And yeah, I think I I think you guys would like this very much. Good, you should check it out. Hey, thanks for having me. You want me to make plans for you the rest of today? Yes. It dropped 10 days ago. February 16th is when season two hit. Thank you. It's available for you to watch right now. Guess what I'm doing? On Hulu. And watch Argyle. I'm not watching Argyle. There's no way I'm wasting my time on that. Mm. If Mike doesn't like it, I'm not going to like it. But the cat in the backpack so cute. But you didn't watch it yet. No. I know I that I hate it. Yeah. You should watch it though, Matt. I'd love to get your opinion. I'm probably going to love it because I love all the stuff that she hates and vice versa. Exactly. exactly. And that's why we're like perfect that's together. It it's fantastic. Are you listening, B. Arthur? Just kidding. No, she's never listening. No, she is. She's hanging she's, upside down in her she's cave. She's always listening. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for hanging out today. Oh, my God. Thanks for uh, extending your work day, my Matt pleasure. Belanger. Uh, Matt, Channel 5, Eyewitness News, weekdays. Starting at 4.30. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Bradley and Donna are in next. Hey, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know, I saw my mom over the weekend. She's still around. She's in her mid-70s, but she's made plans for when it is her time. Uh, and she made prepaid and pre-planned for a simple cremation at Crescent Tide. Why? Well, because she's never really wanted to have a kind of a big, expensive, like funeral home type situation. She's just always wanted to kind of keep it simple and then go have a celebration of life. You know, that fits her. She wants us to all go to dinner and say nice things about her. Uh, And that's what we will do someday uh, because she did the prepay pre-plan so she can get her way. It's not just prepaying and pre-planning, although maybe that's something you want to do for your family. I think you'll see if you look at their Google reviews that when a death in the family occurs, Crescent Tide, their team of Lisa and Verlin, it's a family-owned business, they will take care of things in a prompt, courteous, sympathetic manner. And at the best price around, simple, customizable cremation start at just $1,000.